Peace be unto you, my dear beloved brothers and sisters. I am Greg Fielder, author of the book, I Am a Convict. I Surrender All to the Creator. Today, I want to talk to you for probably about 25, 30 minutes. And the subject is racist. You know, we can look at the words race, racist, and racism. Now, we've been given an understanding of certain terms. Uh, and some of them, we, we just mimic what we hear somebody else say about the words. We should study the words for ourselves to see what is the true meaning of the word. Uh, I looked up definition for race. That's in the Merriam-Webster dictionary. It says race is any one of the groups that humans are often divided into based on physical traits regarded as common among people of shared ancestry. That's Webster's Dictionary of Race. And then we have the word uh, racist. That's one of, the, one of the most, I would say, misunderstood words. We use it, but sometimes we use it based on what we have heard without examining it ourselves. Racist. Uh, let me go ahead on and make full disclosure. I am a racist. And I enjoy being a racist. You know, I was at a Black History program. There was a lady there who was the author of a book. And there were about 20 or more educators there and a few other people. The librarian were there. We had the, the event was held in the library. So there was a female head librarian who was white. And then there was another lab, uh, librarian there who was a male and he was white. So you had about 30 black people and two whites in the audience. The lady during her presentation, she was an author of a book of inventions. And as she would recognize some of the inventions by black people, she would frequently stop to let the audience know, now I'm not a racist. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of people may not understand um, when I say that. And then she would go on to say, you know, black people invented this, black people invented that. You know, black people made some things that had it not been for them, this country would not be what it was. She said, but I'm not a racist. And she would go on periodically. Uh, 
emphasizing that she's not a racist. And as she concluded, she asked if anyone had questions. And so I asked her, why do you keep reiterating that you are not a racist? She said, well, you know, I, I, I want to be fair to everybody and I don't want nobody to think, you know, bad of me. You know, I know that our people did a lot of inventions, but, you know, I wouldn't just say that I'm a racist because I'm talking about what our race has done. So I told her, I said, well, I'm a racist and proud of it. And there was a gasp from other people in the audience. And they looked at me as though they didn't know what to think. I'll just put it like that. And I said, just for the point of emphasizing their, in my humble opinion, misunderstanding of the word, I said, that's the problem with you people, that you're not racist. And there was some whispering, oh, why is he? Oh, oh that, well, we know what he, he does. Yeah, he is a racist. And I said, evidently, you all don't understand what the word means. Anytime you see a word or hear a word that ends with I-S-T, it means love of. That's what the I-S-T means, love of something. And naturally, them not hearing that on a regular basis, they question it. They want to question it. So I asked the librarian to go and look it up since we were in the library. I say, just go look it up and, make, and see who's correct. And when the librarian came back, she said, well, yeah, he, he would be correct. And I told them, because I wanted to make a point, that now you can believe it that the white librarian says that I'm correct. I said, but it's easy to understand if you look at any word, for example, if someone uh, deals with science and they devote a lot of time to science, that's what they want to know about. They will become a scientist because they have a love for science. If someone loves to sing using their vocal cords, they are referred to as a vocalist. Or someone loves art. There's an artist. That's the love of art. So there's nothing wrong with being a racist. In fact, it would be preferred that you love your race. I have no problem with someone like the former President Donald Trump being a racist. He's supposed to love his race. Or a Malcolm X. He was a racist, in my humble opinion. He loved his race. So there's nothing wrong 
with being a racist. Another definition of race is that race is a contest of speed. As a verb, race means to engage in a speed contest or to move very quickly. Now, let us apply that definition. If race is a contest of speed, then if people worked in consort with one another who are having uh, the same physical traits with a shared ancestry, they could get to where they are going faster. If they were racing as a race of people, they could be able to move very quickly working together. But most black people don't understand that they should be working together. And you may ask me to qualify, how can I prove that most black people are not working together? Then I would just point you to their condition. Their condition proves that they are not working together as a group, as most groups of people do. And I could name people, you know, uh, Black people sometimes try to make fun of, let's say, the Hispanic people. They come here, they get an automobile, and you see it loaded with people, six in a car. But that car is paid for. Then once that car is paid for, they decide who's going to be next. And they get a car that's paid for and so forth and so on. The same thing with their living quarters. They may live together in large numbers in a house. Then once one person is situated, then they move to the next and they keep moving until everybody benefits from their working together. I mean, it's the same thing with other groups, Mexicans. You know, we laugh at them some of us do, laugh at them. You know, they may get a big pot of beans and eat the pinto beans. And then, you know, they don't throw them away after they finish. They cook them till they can't cook them no more. And they call them refried beans. And we run to their restaurants to get their, I could name different, you know, dishes that they put it on. And we are happy eating refried beans just cooked so much to they just mashed down and rice we've forgotten how to cook beans we've forgotten how to cook rice and so we abandoned our own homes we have forgotten how to cook you know a lot of things that you see these restaurants are doing they got that from us when you go to uh, somewhere like the golden corral all the food is laid out there and we used to uh, cook big meals to feed lots of people, our families and our friends. 
but we've given up the idea of cooking. We'd rather even sometimes, you know, the male and the female are going out. You know, it would be so much simpler if they ate at home. They could enjoy the food. They could know how it was gathered, how it was cleaned, how it was cooked, how it was prepared, and how it was served. And if there's anything left over, they can say, hey, we'll save that for later. Not so in a restaurant. So now you got males and females. The man asked the woman out. Yeah, yeah, let's go out to eat. Okay, where are we going? Well, let's go to Mexican. Okay, so you're going to support the Mexicans instead of yourself. Uh, let's go, well, this week, let's go Chinese. Well, you're going to support the Chinese instead of yourselves. Uh, let's go, you're always going European, so I know you're us mentioning them. You you love going to their restaurants, or it could be Italian. It's very simple. When it comes down to money, the place where you spend your money, those people become richer and richer. While the community that you fail to spend your money in, it becomes poorer and poorer. It's very simple. But we have abandoned our communities as a race. I can remember uh, years ago when I was younger, there were people who were so disenfranchised with their own people that there was a, a man come around selling ice a black man, and the people wouldn't buy from him. And I heard that the white man came around selling ice, and they would buy from him. And I would question, why do you do that? And they declared that the white man's ice was colder than the black man's ice. You know, the white man's sugar is sweeter than the black man's sugar. It's all coming from the same source. And one of the reasons why they don't love their fellow man is because they don't love themselves. They've been taught self-hatred. And I say they, not that I'm isolating myself from black people, but my mentality is certainly is not of that nature. I am a racist. I love my race to the point that I'm willing to sacrifice whatever is necessary for my race. In fact, I'd give my life today if I knew that it would cause my race of people to be free. I'm sold out. I am a racist. Now, let's go move right along to the next form of the word, which is Racism. I do not, and perhaps I cannot, practice racism. Racism is most commonly used to name a form of prejudice in which a person believes in the superiority of what they consider to be their own race over others. Now, that is not good. 
while racist is a love of your race, racism is a belief that their race automatically has superiority over other people's race. And it is it is an, an act of promoting one's race at the detriment of other races. I would reference it to as though we were in a crowd and a crowd of people, let's say in a parade is coming. If someone who is in the back area want to see and they put their hands on another person's shoulder and push them down to elevate themselves so that they can see that would not be good but if you could do somewhat let's go back to the scripture you remember when it said that christ was coming through the town and there was a little short man named zacharias he ran on his own abilities and climbed a tree with his own abilities so that he could get a better view. And there's nothing wrong with that. If a group of people can accelerate by using their own togetherness, that's fine. That's the way it should be. But when you have to push other people down so that you can be lifted up, that would be racism if we're dealing with one race pushing another race down. You know, as though there were some Europeans and they go over to Africa and kidnap people and put them in a boat and tie them down. And when they arrive at the place called America, where the Europeans had already come and annihilated another group of people, so that they could take their land, that's racism. Because they will have exploited other races so that their race may be deemed superior. Racism is one of the most destructive elements in the world. There are some people who automatically think that they are superior because of a thin layer of skin. So in schools now, they are considering teaching critical race theory. I would oppose that because my preference would be that what is taught would be critical race truth. There are some things that are absolute. There are some things that are true. 
and you don't have to theorize over them. You know, it, it may be a theory that who is more superior physically. Well, the truth is, I would have to say it would be black people. We black people have been in, been put, let's say, on a ball field, a hundred yards. White people have started on the forty-yard line, running free, while black people have started on the one-yard line with a ball and a chain around their legs. However, they are ridiculed because they can't keep up with the man that started on the 40-yard line running free. And that is racism. But if you, as Jesse Jackson would say on many occasions, he said, all we're asking for is, is just a plain level playing field, playing by the same rules. But they keep changing the rules. So the truth is, there has been racism to establish America. That is an unadulterated truth. But all things being equal, in many instances, uh, black people can hold their own. And in fact, when it comes to race, black people are not really in a race. They're the ones who started race. If, if you read the Bible, it says that in the beginning, the earth was dark without form, and out of that darkness came light. If you read it from the Holy Quran, it reads that the original man was made out of black mud, fashioned into shape. So we know that, I mean, even if we go to colors, if you look up colors, black is the base of all colors. White is the absence of color. Now that is a critical race truth. It's not a theory. You know, in school, I you know, went to a, a class where they were teaching the theory of color. And you can theorize over what might happen if you accidentally put some blue paint in with some yellow paint. But if you take it into the laboratory and you test it, you can find the truth. The truth is, with all things being equal, the black race can support themselves, all things being equal. However, because of racism, um, there has been injustices done to other races just because 
one race think that they should be superior to another race, which goes into every aspect of life in the political arena. White people think that they should be the decision makers over the governance of other people's lives. If you look at it religiously, white people went to an extreme to putting the man they call Jesus into their skin color with their hair texture. And we know as a critical race truth, white people could not have been the first people in Africa. You know, when the scriptures say he had hair like lamb's wool and his feet like fine brass burned in a furnace, if you get white toast, if it's burnt, it cannot remain white. And when it comes to education, they like to think that they are the teachers of society. And we can go back through the annals of time and see that there were a people of color that did scholarly works. But because of racism, there is an inordinate desire for one race to elevate themselves over every other race. And I say all that to say that they do not want to have critical race truth taught. And again, we know that truth is what makes man free. If you know the truth, but we have been miseducated in the schools. I, I, I cannot find a school that teaches truth. There's no state school. I reiterate, there's no state school that teaches truth. And I refer you to look at the condition of black people, especially. They do not know the truth. E even in the religious world, the, the, the preacher quotes that, you know the truth and the truth will make you free. Well, you have church every Sunday. You quote the scriptures every Sunday, and if truth makes you free, then the ultimate truth must be that you're not teaching the truth. It is diametrically opposed that if truth makes you free and you're not free, the only reason can be is because you don't know the truth. Otherwise, it's a lie to say that truth makes you free if you're not free, but proclaim that you have truth. Come on, let's be truthful now.
Somebody, let's tell the truth and shame the devil. Somebody has not been told the truth. And that is the truth. So dear beloved people, I leave you as I greeted you with peace be unto you.